It's Thursday, December 2nd, National Special Education Day. So for all you amazing, unique, and special people, enjoy your day. And if you're a parent of one of these amazing, unique, and special people, God bless you, as you would probably already tell me they have. So go out of your way this week to make someone who might feel not included, included, and you are watching and or listening to Uniform Exchange. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> God, it's good to have Yoshi back with us, isn't it? Look at that guy. Sure it is. I'm sure it is. Thanks for every one of you. Each Welcome to the one of you. first evening edition that we've had in quite a while of Uniform Exchange, episode 31. Woo-woo! That's, wow. that's the intro. I pay for, I pay for that. Um And welcome. Honestly, guys, actually, this is the first ever December episode of Uniform Exchange. Not just I owe, you. Yeah. I owe Josh $20, uh, actually 40 20 because he finally made it back on the show. And another yep. 20 that we're actually still having a show in December, which I bet him back in May. Yeah. So whenever I, I remember see you, that. Josh, whenever I see you next, aka I've never met you in person. <laughs> well, I will give you the money. Well, welcome to our first ever December episode of Uniform Exchange, a comedic look, as you've seen already between Josh and Mike, a comedic look at sports, sports business, live entertainment, and so on. Let's quickly meet our panel, our guests, no interruptions. I'm Michael Myers. I'm the owner of the Sports Marketer and Chris. It's subsidiaries. Among those subsidiaries, Birdie Box, the greatest luxury gifting platform for corporations ever, uh, and the newest and biggest advocate for world team tennis. Our first guest is not a music-loving alcoholic, as I misstated a few weeks ago. That was a mistake. I was told he does not love... Oh, no. I was told he loved music. <laughs> Improv comedian, father of three, Goose Islands, dad number two... Mike what do you got, oh, Mike? Thank you for finally correcting that intro. It was three weeks in a row you did that. Music-loving, alcoholic dad. Right. Yeah. You know, I've, I've never seen you... You know that I've never seen you not drinking a beer? Uh, one time I, I was covering it up, but I was drinking a La Croix. And uh, the, uh, I fooled you. And I've never seen the, you sing, so... The timing of the nervous gulp right after I asked that question was really impeccable. So good job. <laughs> Our second guest, who, uh, as Mike pointed out earlier before we came on the air, has put in a lot of time this week helping organize the show uh, and has been the most sensitive... He, no, he has. Now, he has been the most, but he has the most sensitive and annoying microphone in the history of microphones. Uh, keeper of the fan cost index and owner and CEO of Team Marketing Report, Chris Hartwig. Hi, guys. He's a oh very sensitive you. Mike Smith, your microphone, I think, is on the wrong setting. It sounds like you're a chorus in a giant room in an oval. There might be another button you can press that makes What sense. about this one? There it is. Thank you very much. Leave it right there. Nailed I hit it. the chorus button. You hit the chorus button again. Uh, our final guest, 
our final guest. Don't take too uh, long on this. Just announce him. And yeah, go. I know. He brought in his parentally signed absentee list. He's back after three weeks of silence. He's a Columbia grad. He's an expert in weed. <laughs> uh, he's killed a barber. <laughs> he's killed a barber. He watches the NBA, and he knows how to give long NFT explanations. He's loved by all the big sports guy himself, Josh Kyles. Josh Kyles. He's playing Jerry Garcia in that new biopic. No, hey, that's hey man, hey man, hey man, be cool, that's not man. True, man. That's not even true, man. Be cool, man. Don't lie to the people, man. Well, welcome, guys. Welcome. We've got so much to cover today. Uh, I, I, as you guys know, I was in Palm Springs this past week. Kill the barber is just scrolling on the screen. Like the we, shouldn't, we should probably not leave that up too long. No, it's good. It's good. Nobody knows oh. which barber. There's no. Proof. It's okay. I deleted the Yelp review. It's fine. There's no. Uh, There's no proof of anything. No proof. Nobody except knows. for the except for the message I got. You've met that barber the same number of times you've met Mike Smith, so I think you're safe. Yeah, well, I never talked to the barber on a Zoom call beforehand. Maybe that would have set some things straight. So I am not next. No. That's good. <laughs> That's good news, Mike. Um, you guys know I was in Palm Springs this past week with World Team Tennis. By the way, Chris, it's the only professional sports league that actually practices gender equality. You know that thing that all the brands say they really care about, but yet none of them are currently sponsoring World Team Tennis? We're singing from the mountaintops about it. Where are the brands? Where are the brands? Find them. They're going to be there, and it's going to be amazing. Um, I just got home. I've been gone for three weeks. I just got home. I I had an interesting trip home. I wanted to share that with you guys. I think most – Chris, you guys might know this. Um, Actually, is it? No, I'm not going to tell it. It'll take too long. I made it home. It really will take too I long. think you already took too long just deciding if you were going to tell us or not. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I made it home. Hertz is going to have a conversation with me on Friday. We're going to figure this thing out and decide why they don't put the tire irons in the vehicles with the spare and the jack and what hijinks that could lead to if there are no tire you got a flat tire in a rental and you didn't have the tools to change out to the spare i had an explosion of a back tire at 3 45 a.m on uh interstate 10 heading between palm springs and los angeles and had a jack but no tire iron so which also came into play when AAA got there an hour and a half later, and they couldn't change it either because the tire iron has a specific tool on the Silverado that lowers the spare. Okay, so besides all that, Myers, yeah. what happened? So that was that was your most recent trip to California. What happened the, a couple months ago when you were here? I don't remember <laughs> what happened. Remind me. Didn't when you... When, when you, you was it was it only one speeding ticket that or no you got a parking <laughs> ticket outside of my house and then when you left and you were on your way to Napa you got a speeding ticket in the middle of the night driving through the mountains of Northern California and got locked out of your Airbnb for three hours before you got in. I actually got the first <laughs> ticket that you mentioned for parking overnight. <laughs> I got a warning because that was they thought I was drunk. Because I was trying to listen to our most recent uniform exchange and I didn't know how to get it set up between the phone and it was playing at one and a half speed. 
and I was trying to change it to regular <laughs> speed because I was like, well, if Chris is on the it was amazing. It sounded like we were hammered. And um, it, so I was swerving all over the road. Speed? Yes, I was swerving, <laughs> and they thought that I was drunk. And then, yes, I did get to the place, and someone had hit the box that allowed you to get in. So it wasn't – I've had – California doesn't agree with me is what Josh is telling you. And I really can't argue with them. A lot of good luck in your life. Yes, there, there is. Rack it up, rack it up. I got a bill. Make me a safe house. Shake it up, shake it up. She got her hands on it. Um, Omicron, Jesus. If if I end up with Omicron, that, I hate that you wrote that on the screen. If that's what happens, if I find out tomorrow that I've got that. For anybody like not watching the stream right now, if you go check out the video, we've had just a, a myriad of really great news scrolling at the bottom. You know, I, I killed a barber, Omicron on the way. Like it's just been a plethora. I'm of just great bringing news. joy to the pod, baby. You don't give you don't give me control Thank of the scroll you. unless you want to deal with some truth. With a damn, you could. I feel like you could have rhymed something with scroll. Like, you don't give me I control of the scroll if you don't want Chris well, to come in. Control, control. scroll. But then I could. Yes. Yeah, see, that's. Sorry, guys. What's Sorry, up? everybody. Well, I believe that we're. Regular, regular, regular. Let's try to make 10 minutes without talking <laughs> any sports. Baseball. Oh, we were so close. Damn it. We were so close. All right, we tried. guys. We tried. Sports, sports, sports. We can't even begin to discuss anything this week without talking about the biggest story in sports, and that is that Major League Baseball at 11.59 p.m. last night Eastern time, so almost 24 hours ago, locked the doors and locked out the players. Uh, why did they do that? The collective bargaining agreement uh, that was agreed to in 2016. Somebody correct me if that's wrong. I think it was 2016. 17. I believe it's 2016. I'm going to correct 17. you for being wrong for trying to 17. correct me. Somebody want to check that out because it was 16. Uh, in 2016 or 17 <laughs> is no more. Uh, and there is no more agreement now because of that between the players and the teams. Who is that behind you? Don't worry, guys. Tony, Tony Clark. Clark. Come on. Oh, nice. Is that Donald Fair on the other side? Who is that? No, that's Bobby Manfred. Come I on, know dude. who it is. I know who it is. Okay. Nico T similar to Myers. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> I have less gray than he does. This is sun streaked, by the way. Yeah. You just put you, you pick up some some of that uh wash that gray right out of your hair on the road trip back home because that looks darker than it name, was name that ago. brand by the way I can't think of it. Gray right out right of my hair. name that brand i can't and then they it. take that little gross little brush what the hell is that thing i don't know charcoal um <laughs> it's interesting if you've been following baseball this week prior to this coming up kind of quietly everything looked like it was. I mean, there haven't been this many moves in November in the history of Major League Baseball. I'm going to take the controls away from Chris because he's no longer participating in the conversation, the point of the show, because he is creating... He's, going, he's creating... You said that only people can the see funny the show. Shit. You only said you wrote the funny shit. Ninety-nine. No, no, I said I'm the guys. The only funny the stuff that comes from any of us is from Myers. See it the with their ears. Right. That's you how can't they even see get the it. year right that the that the agreement started. We'll in, double so check that's it. Okay. We'll double check it while we're it's talking. Twenty seventeen. So, 
again, the thing that everyone is to react to, I'll repeat it again, if you've been watching baseball, the whole week has been trades and signings and all that stuff. And everybody you know yesterday alone, there were $1 billion in deals, Myers, $1 billion, six different nine figure deals. Yesterday, was 1.3 was the total, but that may oh, not did it, have, it got up high. Okay. I didn't that even see that. The one day. That could have been like a week long. It's 2.5 billion just since October 1st. So there's some money out there. Yeah. Uh, and it looked like people, if you're, if you're not aware of the business side, you're thinking, oh, this is amazing. If you are aware of the business side, you realize that they were just trying to get it done while they could still speak to each other <laughs> because now they can't. They're not allowed to talk. They're not allowed to sign new contracts. They're not allowed to do anything. I'm actually curious if they were able to do those deals under the old collective bargaining agreement and the old agreement will stand all the things and the statutes will stand in that. Or if the bargaining agreement changes, will it affect all their I, I actually don't think they can avoid the new collective bargaining agreement affecting their stuff, but maybe on the salary the salary, well, the quote unquote salary caps and all that. We'll see. There's, they've got to grandfather it in because the clauses or the contracts were done under clauses that were under how things were being currently governed, right? That's so. probably true, at least with some of the parts of it. Um, high points, high points of this for sports fans and non sports fans alike. This is the first time in 26 years, I think, that there has been a lockout. It's a long six and a half, but that's okay. And, yeah. Um, I did see some funny stories about people in rehab because the side effect of a lockout means that you can't even talk to the team doctors or your PTs or anyone. So if you're in the middle of recovery, you no longer get the opportunity because those are team employees. So I thought that's you know kind of interesting. You think there might be an exemption for your doctor. Um how do you guys feel about this? We can talk about why it's happening, but how do you guys feel about it? I think it's ironic that 26 and a half years ago when this first happened or last happened, uh, the 93 White Sox were on their way to probably winning the World Series and they got cut <laughs> short. Fast forward to this year, I think this lockout is going to have something to do with them falling short again of winning the World Series next year. So I'm pissed. That's where I'm going. Who won the World Series last year? Does anybody remember? Not Houston. Uh, it was the um, <laughs> Cleveland Spiders. Yep, Cleveland Spiders won the last year. Uh, I hope that's not the case, Mike, but I do think they probably will get started. Um, well, that's it. Spring training starts, what, February 16th, I think it is? I mean, come on. There's no way in hell this thing is done by then. No. All right, so does everybody know you why? You don't think it's going to be done by then? No. No. I don't even know. <laughs> Mike. Uh, does everybody know why it's happening? Like what the major points? There's really two major things. Is everybody aware as to what's going on? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll throw them out there in case. So the yeah. first one is years of service. Right? Years of service. Right now, the way it works is a team has control and a player makes uh, uh, the, the league minimum for three years. Then they get three years of arbitration eligible, meaning if they outperform the metrics, then a third party can say, well, you should be making $1.2 million or $1.4 million or $2.5 million. So that three it's years. Capped. What, what they're able to earn each year is capped based off of the best players that were in that year previously. That's right. From, and then after six years, year seven, you are eligible for free agency. So the players want to hit free agency sooner. The owners um, – 
do not want them to hit free agency sooner. They say that this is the only way that small market teams can compete is to be able to have players under control, so on and so forth. Um, why you know, the they... only way small market teams can compete is if the owners actually worked together to uh, not to yeah to collude and not have some jackass pay seven hundred and fifty million dollars to a you know forty one year old guy with uh, you know. Uh, uh, Tommy John surgery four and, times. I mean, and, and some of the, the money these guys are paying is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second. Well, I think part Sorry. of the problem is by the by the time guys are able to make that type of money, and again, I know it's a little awkward because I have the two, you know, general the two people that are leading these discussions on either side of me. If you see the uh, the video, <laughs> but um, the, by the time that these players are in line to be making those type of dollars, nine times out of ten they're over thirty or they're they're twenty nine years old going into these contracts. So that's why there's all these bad contracts in baseball because by the time they're able to make the big money, they're towards the end of their, or they're, they're solidly in the middle of their prime. And uh, that's, I know one of the biggest changes that uh, the players want to see to, so that they can get paid while they're in their prime. Well, and that's why the players are upset about there's two reasons. One is what you just said, right? They, 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 it worked before. This is why they agreed to it in 2016, not 2017. This is why they agreed to it in 2016 was because they believed that the owners, because the owners had sort of shown propensity to do this in the past. Oh, my God. Shuffle some more favorites. <laughs> um, I don't even have a paper, let alone many papers to shuffle. Can you guys be – I need to respond to an email real quick. <laughs> Type harder. Just close the deal, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh, gosh. Chris is, it's been Chris's day. We're going to get him a microphone that's set to the right temperature at some point. Um, owners stopped paying for previous success, to your point, Josh. They used to do it, and now they look at metrics and say there's a precipitous drop-off. We're not going to pay for what you did the last five years. We're going to pay what you're going to do in the future. So they don't get paid early when they're performing, and they don't get paid later because they assume they're not going to. So that's, it seems that strategically, strategically, mm-hmm. that it would behoove the owners to push arbitration and the age of which players are able to garner those larger um, salaries to push that as far as possible, so that they can then justify not paying those bigger dollars yeah. and keeping more profit. That's what they want. Oh, you just, you just describe what they want, but you just also described why the players want the other direction. Right. Those two things are diametrically opposed. Right. Um, and the last part of this, and Chris, you live in Chicago, so you your team did this. Your team's the most notorious abuser of this, where they manipulate the time played to try and get a seventh year of control, which is what they did to Chris Bryant. Oh, yeah. Um, and ended up successfully doing so with more than one player, if I recall. I feel like you were well, and two things though one is the they are the rules, mm-hmm. but secondly, they then got burned not only by Bryant leaving, but by the rest of the young core, none of them signed. I'm, not sure, they, I'm not sure they got burned by any of those. If you look they, won them, their world, they won their World Series. And if you look at the numbers each one of those people commanded elsewhere, the Cubs would have a $27 billion salary if they paid all those guys what they got elsewhere. Like it's it's astronomically high what those guys are making, most of them. I just don't think they were ever going to sign them, Chris, is my point. Sorry. Oh, um, okay. 
but <laughs> yes, know, maybe not all of them, but they were right. But they could sign some of them. You're right. Yeah. But they they just went out and bought some really nice players this week. Chris, I think probably is pretty happy with what that what happened. <laughs> well, Strowman is uh, is a great deal. Yeah, yeah. Strowman, he's uh, you funny story about Marcus Strowman. My cousin's over at his house in Malibu right now. True story. Well, why really? are you there? That's what I said. Because, why aren't you there? Yeah, because okay. you schlubs wanted to take up my Thursday night. Listen, oh, I'm oh, there it is. Hey, you know what? Because Mike Smith has a meeting with Joe Biden. You got to go crap did. on everybody. No, Presidente. We did. Uh, all right, we need to speed this up a little bit. Hold on. I have two things. I have two things on this. One, everyone look at Josh if you're watching this live. The way that the background is cropped your head out, it looks like you just have like a, a chia pet. Of, of hair at top. Patrick Mahomes. Time. He's got the Mahomes. Yeah, he's got the Mahomes going. Hi, hi, I just want to point it out. <laughs> Two. So we have the players and we have the owners. Can we introduce a third party, maybe the fans, so they can come in and call bullshit on all this? Like, oh, you, yeah. you already both make so much goddamn money. And like, we just want a good show and it's getting way out of hand. The fans, let's not show up no matter what you do until we get dollar fifty hot dogs. There, I said it. That's Ooh. good. So the second reason we have the. <laughs> I'd be scared. Reason. I would be scared if there were dollar fifty hot dogs. I don't know how many I would put down. Yeah, that's, that'd that's be it'd be bad. <laughs> Come to a Sox game on Wednesday. <laughs> so the first thing was player years of service. The second thing is the competitive balance tax. That's the other. Those are the two things they're arguing over. We won't go too into detail on it, but the union wants that number raised. Because they say it's a salary cap, and the owners want that lowered, and they're willing to give a salary floor to do it. Two hundred ten million. I think there were seven teams over it. Uh, the the thing that I learned though about this that I didn't realize it's not so much the tax that is and the fact. Look, it's not a hard salary cap, right? And the tax, the luxury tax, which is what everybody always talked about, was the deterrent. Proved to not really be that big of a deterrent. What is the big deterrent is the punitive damages if you're one of the teams over the cap. And you know how if uh, if I've got a marquee player and he leaves and goes and signs with the Orioles, I get a comp compensatory pick because I lost this player of a certain value. They have to lose a pick and I gain a pick. Well, if they're one of the teams like the Red Sox or the Yankees who are over the cap, they have to pay me two picks. And they lose a million dollars in the international signing bonus pool. So the damages of being over the cap aren't for being over the cap. But if you're over the cap and you do other things, you get double the hit. So it really does deter teams from spending more. And the players want one thing, which is the owners spending more on the players. So that's the other one. And then, Mike, to your point, there is... <laughs> I just heard bullshit, 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 bullshit. <laughs> Play ball. I thought there were smarter people on my panel. I I'm really thought kidding. I had a no to guess. And we were going to come on and have one topic of intelligent discussion on Major League. The biggest thing to happen in sports in months. But I am alone in this, so I will move on to the next topic. I was getting ready to talk about the fans, Mike. I was going to get to your point, but now I'm going to skip it because we've been 24 minutes trying to get through this damn thing. New topic, new topic, new topic. All right. What's the next topic, Chris? There MCAA it is. NCAA continues dominance as world's most incompetent sporting organization. Take it away. Good. 
This one's an update or more of a non-update on a topic that we've covered multiple times. But the college football play, the playoffs, the CFP commissioners met in Dallas this week. They evidently held true to form and accomplished the same thing they always accomplish, which is to set another meeting, which is awesome. We got a hold of Mark Emmert, and this is what he had to say. We did it! We did it! That's what he said. <laughs> Wait, that needed to be I, at least three seconds longer. Yeah, yeah. let's see that again. Wait. We did it! We did it! You couldn't loop that like three times in a row. I don't know how to loop. What are you uh, talking to? We could only Talk afford one loop. Right. We could only afford one loop. Because that's good. Show okay, one more time. We did it! We did it! And then I had to explain to him that they weren't getting together to put together. Unlike him, they were not getting together to set up another meeting. And this is what he said. We did it! We did it! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you did the same thing, evidently. <laughs> um quick recap. Does anybody know what happened? Does like what does anybody have any idea what was accomplished there aside from setting on the meeting? Did anybody hear anything? Has anything been agreed upon? Yeah, they punted. Getting closer. They're getting closer each time. Does anybody have closer. the letter pulled up? I read the letter. I haven't oh uh, yeah. You, can hold you pull on. it up and read it, Chris? I would hold, love to have. Yeah. Keep, yeah. keep going. I, I'll get it. Hold on a second. I feel like the strategy <laughs> for them now is to just keep kicking the can down the road until everyone's old and dies. Just and forgets. Then, yeah, forgets. <laughs> and there's this just pile of NCAA trash shit that someone has to clean up eventually. <laughs> yeah. That's a good strategy. It's working. Uh, the CFP Management Committee met today to discuss expanding the playoff. We continue to make progress, but a variety of issues remain. The commissioners will meet again to see if the remaining items can be settled. The possibility of expansion is complicated and has multiple issues associated with it. Oh, you poor guys. Poor, poor guys. There, it's a lot going on. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, and, and look at what's going on with the, in the coaching world. Mel Tucker, Mel Tucker at Michigan State is one decent season, and he's now make he's got a hundred million dollar contract for ten years, and so now you're seeing Brian Kelly goes and gets a hundred plus million to go for ten years to LSU, and Lincoln Riley hundred plus million for ten years to go to UCLA or USC. I mean, this is freaking. And you get a hundred million dollar contract, and you get a hundred million dollar contract. It is. We asked Mark Emmert about this too. I'm sorry, fake oh. Mark Emmert. This is the worst. <laughs> How do you do that deep fake? That's actually what he said. What he was supposed to say when I told him that they were they weren't just trying to set another meeting. That was the uh, clip that was supposed to play. Was... That, yeah. uh, are you just it, jacked it, it on, on Nyquil right now? What's that? Are you just jacked on Nyquil right now? I mean, come on, Omicron. This is the worst. It's just good. It's just good. Oh, it's fantastic. All right. So in in all seriousness, I did hear that they it's being reported. I say I did hear it's being reported that they do. They do agree on certain things. One, they agreed that the first round should be play on home campus. 
they uh, agree that the um, the six bowl games will continue on a rotation. So that I don't think that was ever really argued. And three, they agreed that there should be a split of media rights if they go that route and how they're going to handle it. So they've kind of knocked out those things. The sticking point at this point is it is it supposed to be an eight team or a twelve team, and and what it comes down to is the whole automatic qualifier thing. Because if you have eight if you have eight teams and you have automatic qualifiers, then SEC can only get three teams in. They think they're going to get more. The Big Ten can only get three teams in. They think they should have more. It, it, it's all about the P five schools thinking they should have no cap on how many teams they have in. So I don't know. Well, it's and it's also keeping down the the group of five and the other mm-hmm. conferences too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like we could have we could have one uh, one of you little people in here, and it's it, that's to me that's co- totally contrary to. The, you know, if you have like, 12 teams, there should definitely be a couple of small schools that yes. make their way in there. They just should. 12 teams. What, 12 what teams. we've talked about this is what makes the NCAA tournament, basketball they, tournament. They so want to go the six conferences, the, the champions automatically get in, and then the sex, the, the sex, the next oh, six highest long. rated teams, which could mean three more SEC and Big Ten teams. Because very rarely is a small school a top six team. So it can only ever be a top 12. Right, it can only ever be one through twelve at best, and it probably won't be because somebody's conference champion will jump in and take away an automatic or do a thing, and then the other person will just get the automatic bid anyway. Right, Alabama loses the title to Auburn. Auburn, Alabama still gets in because they're whatever. It, it's it's unfortunate. They'll figure it out by twenty twenty six when the contract expires. I think I think they should extend the regular season first to seventeen games. Seven eighteen games. Eighteen games. And yeah. then start a round robin uh bracket football tournament and go from there. We're gonna combine well, the NFL and the NCAA. All and teams, everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a trophy. Every team is in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's so one of the 40, things that we didn't get to talk about playoff. by the way is major league baseball wants to go from ten to fourteen teams. In the play. Yeah, money. That's a money, money, money grab. Just like every NHL team, except like the Blackhawks last year made the playoffs, right? I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous, yeah. and it's it's a money grab. The NHL playoffs last three and a half months. It's ridiculous. True. So does the NBA playoffs. Yeah, they're, they're both ridiculous. Um, but they sell a lot of damn good hockey in the playoffs, even between the 17th and 18th place teams. It's still good hockey, the best hockey. Um, all right, third topic out of four Antonio Brown. (laughs) You guys know Antonio Brown, dude. Yeah, (laughs) Antonio Brown. It was confirmed and announced today by the NFL Players Association that he has been suspended for three games for, and I want to make sure, misrepresenting their vaccination status under the NFL, NFLPA COVID-19 protocols, which is a nice way to say he used a fake card. First of all, his coach is a three-time cancer survivor. His head coach. Second of all, his quarterback on. is 74 years old. So he's also an at age risk. Yeah. I, I mean, come <laughs> on. Not only did he lie, did he do it, but then he lied about it. And honestly, if I'm the Bucks, the Bucks, when they when they did this whole thing, 
Well, first off, let's take a step back. Why, why did he even get caught? Does anybody know why he even got caught? Because chef got him. Yeah. You know why the chef got him? Because he's a a rat. Because he didn't pay him. It would have cost him 10 grand, and that dude would have been like, cool. He told the guy what he was doing. Then he didn't pay the dude the 10 grand he owed him. So that guy's like, you don't want to pay me 10 grand? F you. Here we go. I don't think he said F you. No, he didn't. He said I wonder, the word. I wonder if the three-game suspension is equal to the ten grand he could have just paid. It's probably it's, right there. It's very <laughs> close. It's thirty-three times larger. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, I so it should have been an eighty-two hundred dollar fine. Eighty-two hundred dollars. The the this is idiotic. I mean, you, you, one of the stories it's like at least eighty percent of the NFL players have been vaccinated at. NFL facilities. Mm-hmm. So at least they know that vast majority have actually truly been vaccinated. So and they know the 20% haven't and exactly who it is. So they have to follow different protocols. They're no, even no, right, saying right. you have to. He didn't even have to get vaccinated. He just didn't <sighs> want to deal with the stuff that came along with not getting vaccinated, like the testing and stuff. He's like, I don't want to do that. So I'm going to lie. Right, because it's so difficult while you're in the in the on the campus in the compound anyway for a ten second shot in the arm. Yeah, and I mean, one time it's he doesn't want to wear masks. He doesn't want to do all the other stuff that you have to do if you don't get vaccinated. But good, then he doesn't have to make a freaking penny in the NFL. Get the fuck out of here. That yeah. is just yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, nothing about this should surprise anyone. It's just the same guy that did what he did back when he was doing his thing with the Raiders and all that. It's the same guy that attacked a delivery driver when he was at his house. Like this is guy's not. It, it was thirty six minutes before that pizza showed up. That is totally realistic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, but. Um, but he beat the driver up. Come on. Boom. Oh, no. I thought the driver was a UPS guy. I was trying to figure out why UPS was delivering pizza. It was. I know it wasn't a pizza drive. Come on. I was confused. That's all I'm saying. I thought maybe there was a pizza involved. I really did. I didn't the story Fight. 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 Um, if I'm the Bucks, though, I probably him. punish him more than the three games. I probably well, cut him. Here's the thing, though. Because they lied. I, did, I, I didn't have this. I, I, I tried to find it this, this afternoon. He's hurt, and he's going to miss another couple games. So the suspension isn't really actually going to matter because he's going to miss the games anyway. I yeah, haven't seen not that the get suspension. Paid. Right. So If he was playing, if he was just hurt, he'd get paid. That's it. That's the difference. Okay, so he's willing to eat what? Not willing. He wasn't thinking he was ever going to get caught because he's arrogant and he thought he would get away with it. And stupid. So he's got to eat 300-something thousand per Mm -hmm. game? I don't know if it's per game or total. His salary's not that giant because he signed a one-year deal with the Bucks for a million-something with, I think, incentives. I'd I'd have to look back. I don't really follow Antonio Brown that closely because he's barely relevant. One of the incentives, get your COVID-19 shot. It used to be. It will be in the future. But if anything, I'd be mad if I'm the Bucks, one, because he lied, and two, if I'm Bruce Arians, because I lied for him unknowingly. Well, if it's unknowingly, then it's not lying. But he literally said, the team said we followed all the protocols and whatever when it came to the testing, and he said, yes, we've done our due diligence and yada, yada. It's not a story. Well, 
evidently he was dead wrong and now he looks very you know not credible so all right josh who, who is credible on this like if you've got Nobody. All these dudes that are showing up with fake vaccines. Yeah, cards. obviously due diligence did not include making sure that the vaccine cards were legitimate. Right, which makes them oh. look pretty stupid, right? What <sighs> happens if one of us, I know a couple of us have like, all of us have jobs, but some of us report to like a bigger company. If I showed up to mine and this, this went down and I lied about this and they found out, I don't. I wouldn't get a three-game suspension. I'd be done. Like, yeah, man. Well, you can't tap your toes in the back corner of the end zone in high-stakes playoff games like Antonio Brown. So uh, who says I don't do that in my cubicle? You son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I said the I was very smart. Josh again. Tip, he tip. came down. I Which heard that Goose Island just had to get one foot in. <laughs> uh, wow, that hurts. I didn't think that was an insult. I just said it was college rules. I don't know what you guys were insinuating. My God. I know what you were implying. All right. I, I, I don't even know what I was implying. So. He's not a professional. That's what you just slammed him. He is not a professional. He's an amateur. You guys really read into that. What's up, Snoop? Yeah. Snoop is the best. The Snoop is on the show. I love Snoop. Uh, speaking of Snoop, Josh, Yo. have you heard about this whole situation with and I and you guys are gonna think I'm making up the pronunciation of this name because it sounds like feng shui, but it actually is pronounced peng shui. Peng shui. Even though it's P-E-N-G, looks like it's peng shui. Peng shui. Um, the WTA stepped up. WTA, for the record, is the Women's Tennis Association. For those of you who do not know, um, and said we are not coming to China for any of our events that should be held in China. We are not coming. We are not going to host those events until we are able to meet with directly, sit down, and make sure that Peng Shui is okay and she's not being held and or coerced and or intimidated and or censored or anything. Are you guys familiar with this? I jumped ahead. Mike, do you know who Peng Shui is? No, I do not. Okay. Former champion on the WTA tour doubles champion and maybe others. I know she was a very successful player and this has been a few years back, but essentially she came out with allegations against a very high ranking uh, official in China, Chinese official saying uh, sexual, sexual assault allegations and so on. And then promptly disappeared hmm. after coming out and, uh, and it was obvious to everyone that she was suddenly gone. And so there was a big public outcry of like, where is she? We want to know where she is. We want to see her, whatever. The government said, there's no issue. There's no issue. There's no issue. I'm going to mess up the timing on this, but probably what, Chris, Josh, three weeks later, she made an appearance at like a dinner and then at like a kid's outing of some sort like a clinic or something well, it was a it was video footage that right. really wasn't even verified that it was you know it's not like a hostage video where it, she's then holding was, up the day's newspaper yeah it was released it was released exclusively via the uh, state-controlled media organization. Yeah, all this stuff has been even the the conversation she had with the ioc was <laughs> done and released via the state-controlled media so I, you can trust the state media less less than you can trust who Antonio Brown. 
That's for sure. That's how little you can trust. Get on students. the bus. Get on. <laughs> so the W the WTA actually did what a lot of other leagues and governing bodies, et cetera, have kind of been afraid to do, right? They stood up kind to China. Of. Yeah. I mean, they, they did. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. No, you're right. right. Totally. Totally. Keep, totally. Keep talking, Josh. Preach for a second. Well, I mean, well, well what they did was they, they had recently, so I think 2018, they had signed a 10-year agreement to put on, I think, like a handful of events in China throughout the year. And they told China that it was nine events throughout the year, and which is a good amount. That's a the lot. WTA. That's a lot of events. They, in 2011, had, Josh, for reference, they only had one in China. So 10 years later, they have nine times as many. So you're dead on. Keep going. Yeah, and there, I mean, there's hundreds of millions of dollars of prize money involved for players. I mean, there's a lot of money in China, as we know. Um, and they basically told China until we can speak with, uh, until we can speak with her, and know that she's safe, then and, and she can we can speak to her without the government and involvement, then we're withdrawing from all future events in china the wta and you you hit it on the head there when you said all future events they came out today and said we're not just talking about 2022 events we're talking about past 2022 right the duration i mean i guess it goes their deal goes till 2028 right now yeah um so i think one of the interesting things here is the way this is now called into question first of all Kudos to the WTA for for really standing up for what they're they're talking the talk. And we talked with earlier today about World Team Tennis and WTA is another organization that you know we would we would, we have to give them credit because they were founded on similar principles of women's equality and they are walking the walk and talking the talk. So it, kudos to them. Uh, it's interesting to me how this is now kind of called into question. Um, how some other leagues and governing bodies of sports. From across the world, obviously our focus is here in the U.S., but uh, how, how these other entities have dealt with China's government recently. I mean, we saw we saw NBA kind of back down a couple of years ago when there was some drama around the Houston Rockets general manager at the time that had made a statement that China did not like. Um, even recently, Enos Cantor, one of the well, players in the NBA, has been calling into question Nike and LeBron James for supporting you know the use of sweatshops and labor in, in China. Um, the governing body, international governing body for track and field, they recently doubled down and said, we're going to be here in, in the, I forget the, the city in China, but they're going to be there for their world championships in 2023. Um, so the NHL has some, has some things with China that they're doing now. They're silent. So now it's calling into question all these other leagues and how are they going to respond? If the WTA can take this type of stance against China, you know, why can't some bigger and, 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 some people might say stronger organizations do the same. Yeah, uh, and it's money, right? You know why? Right. No, right. Yeah. It's money. It's the, it's the largest outside of the United States, and even including the United States, it's the most wealthy country nation on the planet, and they don't want to risk getting that. Wow. Well, it's like that combination we talked about. Too. I mean, we talked about the state control, right? That it's it's huge. And it has all the money. And then on top of it, that they can control all the messaging. So you, you like, they, they're not happy. That's what happened with the, the NBA and the Daryl Morey's simple comment to say, we're supporting the people in Hong Kong that 
you know, most people would have looked at as innocuous. And instead, the NBA gets just shut down and is at, suddenly is at the risk of losing billions of dollars between TV money and the and and merch and tickets to events that are held there and all that stuff. So, yeah, they back down. And you Nike know, backs down because that's where all their shit's made. And LeBron backs down because that's where all the shit that he makes his money off of is made. You know, I mean, it's yeah, it's you know what I wish. You know what I wish the Chinese Communist Party could silence your chair, just your chair. Whenever you, it was, yeah, that's it. That's the one thing I I would be okay with them silencing. Turn down the chair. Turn up the mic. There you go. That's good stuff. But you're right, Chris. You're dead right. You're 100 percent right. Um, by the way, you'll like this, Myers. I just came off that that board call that I was on. They're gonna they want to chip in money to buy me a new chair because it was so squeaky and annoying to them. So you're not alone. I appreciate that. I thought this was the board call right now. Oh, no, different spelling, yo. Yeah, different spelling. If it takes as long as it took me to get my mic, uh, your chair will come in seven, <laughs> eight months. It's probably very true. Um, yeah, no, I look kudos to the WTA. I would, the only tweak I would make Josh to your statement was that they were founded on women's equality. They actually weren't, but they've done a great job in, in more okay. recent years when the, uh, when Venus Williams got to get the last word. It. Come on. No, this is the statement from Steve Simon, the chief executive of Women's Tennis Association. If power people, powerful people can suppress the voices of women and sweep allegations of sexual assault under the rug, then the basis on which the WTA was founded, equality for women, would suffer an immense setback. Which I makes it ironic that, that Venus Williams had to hold out in 2007 to get equal prize money for women and men at the U.S. Open. Yeah, but that's not WTA. That's that the is, USTA. No, 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 no. The WTA... You can't rewrite history and say that he can't rewrite history and say that that was the reason they were founded. It wasn't. It wasn't. It's a nice statement that he made, but it wasn't. The WTT was founded on that principle, which is the only reason I feel the need to say to the WTA, don't say you were when you weren't. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I picked up. It's just a little thing. It went in my ear, Josh. It went in my ear, bounced around my head, came out the other side. Had to address it. It's the day quill. Oh, I know you felt you had to address it. You didn't need to, but you did. No, I felt so I had to. to you. He felt it. Because yeah, WTT a, money is going great, to WTA. No, and it it's, be. It should, no, you it's should being misdirected to WTA, WTA, which is WTA not right an organization good. that supports well, gender equality in the same way. Right, right. That's You're all. That's no, all. it's not because it's 100% about women. So it's not gender equality. I know. <laughs> They're trying to make it unequal in favor of women. And I just can't stand for that. There we've got to the truth. I just can't stand it. I'm an oppressed species. Yeah, I know you feel this. Such. <laughs> I don't feel that way. Just for the record, don't sound like that. I'll make that oh, yeah. thing because I do not feel that way publicly. Uh, <laughs> you take this guy out for a dollar fifty hot dog, and that's how he sounds. Uh, this is the worst. <laughs> Myers is a pig. <laughs> I just snorted right in the middle of that. Yeah, it's good, good timing. Uh, good do you guys have any hot topics? We've done such a good job today. We've done such a good job. Anybody? Anyone? Anyone? Thing they want to talk about? Something they want to get off their chest? I'd like to give a shout out to my good, close, personal friend. Really, I consider him part of my family, LeBron James. 
Um, <laughs> he he will be playing tomorrow night against uh, the the Clippers Lakers game, which got flexed by the way. It got uh, they they took the Lakers Clippers game off of primetime and put another game, I think, with the Suns playing because wow. the Lakers and Clippers have both been disappointing. But LeBron tested negative uh, earlier this week for COVID, and it came out today that it was a false positive, and he has since tested negative eight times in a row and will be playing tomorrow. So we can all rest easy tonight, Laker Nation. Thank you. Oh. I'd like to add one more thing I'm thankful for after Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for seeing the score of the Missouri Liberty basketball game tonight where Missouri put up 11 points in the first half. I was very just that just made my my heart my Ms. Nice. Ms. I hope the folks at home have the under on that one. Conzo <laughs> 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 uh, Martin had the under on that one. Hey-o. He's the head coach of Missouri, by the way. Anybody else? Anybody? Anything? 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 There's a hot topic for you right there, Myers. That is nice. Ms. Nas sucks. They do. Do you have a hot topic for us tonight? Mike Smith? Myers. Yeah, Mike Smith. He's the hot topic. hey oh, Tune in next week where I take an edible an hour and a half before our show. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow.